Hello and welcome to another episode of Coaching Chaos. I am Shari Reynolds and I am just so pleased and and excited to to share with you today some of my some of my thoughts that I've had and my conference talk is from Duan Young from October 1986 The Light of Hope. And what a beautiful little talk that this is. And of course, we are still in Come Follow Me, uh, taking from Ether. And there are so many wonderful scriptures in Ether, uh, so many verses in Ether, especially that of hope, faith and hope. And as we went around the table yesterday, it got really silly at times in our conversations. And yet, overall, I was really pleased with the heartfelt thoughts that each of my children expressed. My son expressed that even though he has a torn meniscus and it's holding him back from some of the things that he's pursuing right now, that he's grateful for shelter and for this house and that he's able to take this time to reflect and to kneel and pray at any time. And I'm grateful to one of my daughters who said, I am thankful for future. I'm thankful for my future because I hope that it is filled with good things. And that's exactly what hope is. Hope is for things that we don't yet know or are unaware of, but we hope that it's going to be filled with good things. And one of my other daughters said, I'm thankful for the gospel. And another one said, I'm thankful for music. All of these things that motivate them throughout their day and inspire them. I am really, really grateful for that. And of course, someone said, I'm thankful for indoor plumbing. And it's just the things that you don't always think about that you take for granted but when you really begin to think about it, we are so blessed all around us. There is something we can be grateful for. And as I said in my podcast yesterday, that I had been questioning how, how do I pull myself out of such despair? How do I pull myself out of feeling such hopelessness? And it was a realization to follow the prophet and take upon myself his challenge to express gratitude. And so as I began to get down again yesterday, as I began to go down that path of despair and sadness, I began to verbally list off things that I was grateful for. And it does, it, it's a certain light that comes within you and that light shines within your soul and it casts out the darkness and this conference talk says exactly that despair is the enemy of our souls it can paralyze us halt our progress and cause us to lose our way but hope awakens us with a light shining in the darkness yes when there is darkness dwelling within me and I began to count off all of the blessings, naming them one by one and witnessing all the things the Lord has done. I feel a perfect brightness come about me because hope casts out fear. She says, this is a world where our safety is never assured. 
This conference talk is from October 1986. I was 15 years old. And as I read these conference talks from how many years ago, even from 10 years ago, and they've illuminated my mind so much today, I think, where was I? What was I thinking? Where? What was I doing? Why wasn't I listening and applying these conference talks to me then? How much better would my life have been throughout all of these years had I truly been studying and searching and pondering these things? Starting it as young as age 15, where was I in 1986 that I wasn't watching conference? Well, I know that on days where we had conference or state conference, I remember pulling up into the parking lot with my parents about to drop us off and the church lot was empty. And my mom or whoever's dropping us off would say, oh, must be state conference. And we would turn around and just go right back home. But I secretly wished within me that it was my family that got ready and still went to state conference, that that's just what you do. But that's not what we would do. It was a day off. So we'd go home and we'd fight over who was going to read the funny pages and have more cereal and just laze around all day. But I had a hope for a brighter future and I knew what I wanted to do for my family. So as I sit here and look back at 1986, well, I know that I wasn't in conference. I wasn't watching it back in the day where you'd go to the steakhouse and you'd watch general conference with all of your fellow members from your region, from your area. So as I was thinking about this and going down that path of being sad that things weren't different when I was younger, I had a very sweet assurance that because of your experience, you have arrived where you are today. So I want to share that with you, that regardless of where you have been and what you have done, what you have seen, what you have witnessed, what you have felt, the good moments and the bad moments, but most particularly I'm talking about the bad moments. When we feel down for the bad moments in our life and you think, where where was I? Where was my thought that I could do this or choose that? Or why did it have to be that way? Why was this inflicted upon me? And why wasn't I applying my my learning to what I knew from the gospel or why didn't I have the gospel you could ask all those things of the shoulda woulda couldas but I know because of the spirit whispering to me this morning that I am right here right now today because of where I have come from because of my experiences so Sister Young even even asks us that. What is the best day that you remember from the last year, from the last 10 years? For most of us, it would be, oh my goodness, when we went to Disneyland or when we went somewhere fun. Some, some day that was just easy that you can draw out of your memory really quickly. Or it could be the birth of a, of a new grandbaby or the birth of your own baby what wonderful days that you can pull out of your memory from the last year or the last 10 years. Definitely, we can think of 2020 very quickly. What was your best day? Because there probably weren't very many great days in the year 2020. But she suggests that we think about the day where we had new light come to us. 
that it was the moment that we got on our knees and had an aha moment, that pivot, that changed our direction. And I know for me that was a recent experience, even as of this week, realizing that I can dispel my despair by looking to hope, looking to gratitude, looking to my blessings. And so I ask you, what was your pivot? What was your moment that you turned and looked to God? Maybe it was something that I've said here in these podcasts. I certainly hope so. Maybe it contributed, but doesn't matter. What was your best moment that you can think of? Maybe it was the decision for you to serve a mission. Yesterday, my daughter said after my my youngest said that she was thankful for music. My other daughter said, well, it was through music that helped me decide to serve a mission. My heart just soared. I was so grateful for our conversation. Again, it got silly at times. And yet I am not going to look at that frivolity as a as darkness or despair, which I could have. Why are my children like this? Why are they so silly? Why can't they just focus on God every single second? No, I'm going to take the little nuggets of preciousness out of our mealtime conversation and rejoice in this. How, how do we go forward? That was what my question was. How do I dispel darkness? How do I move forward? How does, a, how does a person venture out into the darkness without fear? How do any of us venture out day after day into a world where truly there are no guarantees? So that is where hope comes in. Just as the Lord was not going to spare the Jaredites from their experience, He prepared and provided a way. But it was after the brother of Jared had done his work So there is greater hope for our future after we have done our work. We can sit there and be thankful for our future, but you can't sit back and just watch it come to pass. You have to put in the effort. You have to study for that test. You have to go and exercise. You have to say, I'm sorry. You have to. In order for us to have a brighter future, that we hope for, we have to put in our own work. So just as the Lord wanted the brother of Jared to put in the work, and he did, our Father in Heaven provided a way that it would be possible for him to see in those dark barges. He provided light. And so as we put in our work and we count off our blessings, and recognizing all the things that the Lord has done. It does dispel darkness and we do hope for a brighter future and we have greater faith in our Father in Heaven. It does. It takes time. It takes faith. Sometimes we can be so terrified at the darkness, but we can ask the Lord to touch these stones to touch the stones. What are your stones that you are asking him to touch? Oh, Father in heaven, please touch these stones. And I can see him saying, what have you done to prepare yourself to bring light into your life? I'm not going to just hand it to you. 
but I do know that he can deliver peace and hope when all around us it speaks differently. We can feel despair and hopelessness in this world, but as he challenged us to take each day and express gratitude for something, we can recognize that there is still goodness. We can ask our Father in Heaven, just as Sister Young says, touch my life with light, fill my heart with hope. The Lord will do this if we ask in faith and continue to live His commandments. Like the brother of Jared, it is only with the Lord's light that we can see all things clearly, and as we express gratitude, we are filling our life with light. It is only with the Lord's light that we can see things clearly. And so she asks, why do we need to have hope? Well, hope casts out fear. Hope casts out despair. Hope means we really trust the Lord. Do we really trust him? If you don't really trust him, practice the idea of hope. And as you look around at all the things that you are blessed with, a working washer and dryer, that the electricity is, is humming, and your refrigerator keeping things cool and frozen, that you have the heater on your feet in the car. These are blessings. And as you realize these blessings, we realize all that he has done for us and that he will continue to do because hope gives us a greater perspective. It helps us to see things differently. We look at all of life's events differently. We look at the difficult times differently. Just as I said in my podcast yesterday that it was the the Savior who was asking the Father to release him from this hour, but then he realized, wait a minute, it is from this hour that I have drawn nearer to thee. We can look at life's experiences differently. As we realize that all of our blessings come from our Father in Heaven and we hope for greater things. Hope moves us to action, to experience greater things. Like I said, you can't just sit back and put your feet up and hope for things to just come as they may. If you want a certain something, go after it. Go after it because you are hoping for certain things to come to pass. In fact, I read a meme once that said, why aren't you going after your dreams? running, chasing after them as though you're like you would if you were running from your house because it's on fire, like run after it, like have it be a feeling of urgency to get after it. And starting today, we can have hope with greater determination to reach our lifetime goals. And in this beautiful conference talk, she says, when we have no hope for tomorrow, We do not move as effectively today. We're kind of a slug today. (laughs) A slug. We lay around and, and wallow in despair. I know that feeling. And I wasn't feeling like there was so much hope for it the next day. Or the next 10 years. I was living in more of a sense of fear and anxiety and doubt and dread. 
and I'm so thankful for that pivotal moment of let's practice gratitude. It was such a simple remedy, but just as the prophet said, it is a prescription. Fast acting even, we all want fast acting. I am a witness to this because I am feeling greater hope for my tomorrow and I am going to move with greater effectiveness today. She says, it is hope combined with faith that motivates us to plant the seed that moves us when we're too weary, that causes us to take just one more step and then another. Come on, you've got this. What are you hoping for? One more thing, one more step, one more breath. He will grant that to us as we look to him and live. She says, you will have many challenges in your lives, but if you will always center your life in Jesus Christ and never lose hope, you will have peace. Remember, darkness has no power against the light. In Ether 12, 4, it says, Where so, whoso believeth in God might with surety hope for a better world, yea, even a place at the right hand of God, which hope cometh of faith, maketh an anchor to the souls of men, which would make them sure and steadfast always, always abounding in good works, being led to glorify God. And as we are grateful and we are thankful, we are glorifying our Father. And we hope for a better future because look at all the things that he has done for me. I know that these will come to pass. As Moroni says, or not Moroni, I'm sorry, in Ether it says, Faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore dispute not because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. And he continues, Wherefore ye may have hope and be partakers of the gift, if ye will but have faith, faith in that hope that these things will come to pass, that these things you hope for in your future will come to pass, and you need to have faith that they will. In everything give thanks, says our prophet. And he urges us to pray daily in gratitude because prayers can bring forth miracles. May we all turn to God and more fully trust in him and have greater faith and hope that these things that we hope for, the miracles that we wish to see, the blessings that we stand in need of, our prayers are heard. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of hope. And I hope that if you appreciate these words, that you will take a moment and share them with someone who else might need a little boost, a little light, a little more hope in their day to cast out their despair. Please send this on their way that we can bring even one more person closer to Christ. Thank you so much for joining me. I'll see you next time on Coach in Chaos.